Hey, welcome to the Rugby Report card here for another week on a Monday. Changing the routine up because you get stale. I don't know about you too, but you get stale. How many are I, Richard? I just took a beating, you know, from Blake over the fact that he lost 100 bucks a couple of weeks ago from the rugby, so... Had England go against France. Yeah, brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Super good. Um, good week of rugby, though, boys. But yeah. can we just, just avoided one? the question about the eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it, Jim. Made it clear. You know, try to change the subject. All right, jeez. Um, Rebels, top of the overall conference, boys. Yeah, top exciting. Top of the so overall conference. What's the difference? Who gives a fuck about the conference just yet? Too early? Yeah, way too, too early. early? Got to let them all play each other once and then talk conference. I thought you might be excited. There being two, three Aussie teams in the top eight right now in the overall conference. No, I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm really happy. I think we've been protected from the Kiwi sides for now, but I'll take that. I don't yeah. think that's intentional, though. Oh, I think it is. That's just the <laughs> luck of the draw. Don't they nah. flip a coin? Yeah, let's let's go yeah. that probably. Um, all right, well, welcome to the Rugby Report Card. I think we'll review the round of Super Rugby. We'll chat a bit of Six Nations, talking about Ireland's glory, England's failures. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know, just a bit of rugby banter. That's what it always is. Isn't it? So, Jim, where would you like to start? Mate, top. Top of the top. Of the top. Yep. All right, what was the first game of the round? Highlanders Stormers on a Friday night, 33-15. Um, good win for the Highlanders. What, what do you think of the game, Jim? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think um, the Stormers actually showed a lot of fight in this one. Mm. I remember I had uh, Highlanders 13+, plus and I was a little bit nervous there, but it's that, it's that typical travel thing. Mm. You can't play for 80, but and at 60 minutes, it's over. But if you look at the statistics as well, the Storm has actually had a greater amount of possession in both hearts, greater greater territory. But we, I think we need to play real respect to the Highlanders for their clinical nature and how they well, perform well. Yeah, late. The first 20 minutes, they were really not clinical. They were mm. dropping so much ball. It was incredibly frustrating. Yeah. It took them sort of a good 20 minutes to get into this one. Yeah. Um, and then, God, they finished off strong. Yeah. I, think, um, I think we've probably underrated them. Because they're what, three from three? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think. Uh, I just think all those New Zealand encounters are a flip toss of the coin. Like, it's tough. Have we underrated them? I think so. I think, I think they're think the same. Oh, look, I was excited about the Blues, and I expected, like always, Crusaders and Canes to be top of the table. Mm. I thought we all realised the Chiefs had depreciated somewhat. I kind of just assumed the Highlanders had, but fuck, keep getting it done. I think it's hard, though, because. You know, we, we, we sat here and talked to the Blues, definitely, but they were never. we didn't think they were going to beat the, the Crusaders or the yeah, or the Canes. So you automatically think that's the third or fourth team. So you probably naturally definitely un- underrate them. But when you look at their team that they've got on paper, especially in the forwards, if you look at Squire, Whitelock, Franklin, etc., you know, they can match. They can match it with anyone really up front. And, and the fact can... that the back line's got the Smiths, Naholo, Naholo and Sopo. Yeah, Naholo <laughs> two point oh was playing that weekend, wasn't he? Big dude. It was a big dude. Big dude. Very big dude. Um, but overall, what do you think of the Stormers? They've, they've obviously... Um, are they making progress? I can't see a South African team that's going to have a successful tour. Yeah? So... Yeah. Travel's going to be tough over here. They, they got their asses handed to them fairly clinically. I mean, they almost Repeatedly. held on in the Tars. Mm-hmm. In the Tars game. They almost got that done. They probably should have got that done. Yeah. But what, they go home here with one bonus point from mm. the tour? Yeah. I don't think that's enough no. in a fairly competitive South African conference. But it's a pipe dream to expect more. 
God, I've seen this shit so many times, haven't you? Sure, but I think that same what? blue jersey comes over here, and it's just oh, are they twenty minutes later now? But you want to position yourself strong in that conference. What's the goal? Win your Oz game, get one bonus point New Zealand. Mm. I think that would be a success. Well, this is the first time they don't have a walkthrough conference as well. Yeah, welcome to the real world Stormers. (laughs) I can just show up. Absolutely. Finals. What do you think of their, their, you know, the, if you look at the particular ones, the, the well-beaters that normally, the Khaleesi's, the Cars, the, even Delandes, who are not a well-beater anymore. He's been but, shit for yeah. years. Yeah, even Espy Moraine. Heaps shit. Shit yeah. heaps on. Yeah, I know, but I'm trying to talk them up a little bit. Do they have How did he potential? make your list? Did you pen this list on the way in? I couldn't see with my eyes. <laughs> so I had to come up with something. Stormers, I think the real tests will come once they've been back home for a while. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if that's building into a squad. It's a rough... God, it's a rough way to start your season. They don't really fire up for the old Stormers jersey. You don't see the heart you see in the uh, in the Bucky one. Mm. All those characters you just said, minus the Alande. Yeah, okay, They I get know. up, mm. you know? In a green jersey, they get up. But in the Stormers, they're like, oh, fuck, I forgot you were playing. Yeah. And it's a shame that it's like that. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, fuck it. I don't know. Moving forward. They do have a good following at home, though. At a home game, they probably get up. Yeah. Looking forward, if we go back to the Highlanders for a second, what did you think of, I mentioned it before, for the for the All Blacks, what do we think of, did Squire, is he doing enough to keep your hold of the jersey at the moment? It's early days, but God, there's some competition back there. Mm. Early? I don't know. It's way too early. Way too early. Yeah, you're wanting a lot early, Richard. Yeah. Sorry, boys. You need to settle I'm, down over there. I'm very demanding, I know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> should we push on to, I don't know, what I'd call the Australian main event? Rebels v Brumbies? Sure. Um, well, here, here it is. I'm officially hopping on the Rebels bandwagon. Yeah. It'd be crazy not to. I'm on, mate. I'm on, well... Crazy. Not tested just yet, but no. I'm on. I, th- I think it'd be... It's definitely... It's the right time to jump right now, but yeah, bigger tests are are, are following. If you think about the uh, the games that they have, if you look at next week, Tars. Um, next week, Tars, definitely, and then I think a uh, week after that, it then becomes uh, Sharks at home. So there's 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 this chance that they could get a really good long run, winning mm. run together. Yeah. Sharks at home is heaps beatable. I yeah. think um, the things I find pleasing for the Rebels is the intensity in which they play. It's yeah. Kiwi esque. Um, the, the next thing that I just love is counter-attack. They actually have it. I haven't seen an Australian team not fucking kick first. Yeah. Will Genier actually looks up and throws some wicked bullet pass, hitting some lunatic running out wide. Really, really pleasing. Um, the other really pleasing thing for the Rebels... You said pleasing at least six times. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I remember you did a parody of yourself once and it was just a lot of pleasing. <laughs> That's very pleasing that you noticed that. Um, I really like their bench. Yeah. 20 to go, they you're in trouble. Mm. Like The intensity is going to continue, whereas mm. all the other Australian sides at least, 20 to go, yep, income the bums. Um, the Rebels, that bench is fucking ridiculous. And they're going to cl- win it in the clutch because of that. And just wait for blokes like Hardwick and Fainga to come back and start mm. competing in, mm. in for the same spots mm. as Murphy. Mm. Yeah. They, they, they did this without Adam Coleman. Mm. It's ridiculous. So How, what, do, what do you actually put it down to? Because if you look at them, uh, the Brumbies beat them in most stats, whether it's metres, carries, defenders being... But that's how the way the Brumbies play their game. They're all about set pace. They're all about momentum. They're all about territory, possession mm. and shit. And they just believe it'll come as a result. 
But dude, that's it's an old theory. Mm. I think that it's as clear as day. Intensity, line speed, and counter attack is why the Rebels won this. If honestly, for the first fifty minutes, it still looked like the Brummies could beat them because the Rebels set piece was shaky, yeah. and the Brummies did that tight stuff so well. So the set piece was displeasing. Very displeasing, Jim. Mm. Um, but once it once it opened up, it was forget it. The Brummies are playing five years ago. Yeah, it's I, like they have no idea the games evolved. I tell you what's displeasing about them is they obviously came in first twenty. Let's throw it case to case, left to right, and we'll spread them, and that's where we'll get it. But they just their forwards just a didn't have the fitness, b didn't have the ball skills. They just could not maintain possession. And once the Rebels figured that shit out, man, see you later, champ. The problem with the Brummies, they just haven't evolved. You know what you're well, going to get. Well, when you fucking sign Godwin to a four-year contract, what are you he's expecting? Gone. He signed for Gloucester, I think. Yeah, was but it? the end of the year. Well, yeah, now. end of the year. Yeah, see, it's too much time. But it's not. He shouldn't be in the state for that long. But or it's the territory. When, it's fact. when you actually, when you um, employ, Sorry. when you ploy within, that's the problem, isn't it? Surely that you continue the same mantra. You don't have the, someone with fresh ideas coming in to change it up. Isn't that one of the indictments as well of of, of employing the same person? Yeah. What momentum has this new coach got? What's he come off? I do. I don't know who he is. Yeah, it was all very hush hush. I've asked some people on the street, but you never heard of yeah, it. Yeah, I know. They were like, "Who the fuck? Who's this? <laughs> Who's this cat?" Um, now the Brummies are playing in a time machine, um, and it's it's. But that's what happens when you pick Leofano at ten. It's done, man. No, it's a great story, but there's no spark there. I beg to differ. I think he's one of the more talented blokes. Yeah. Um, but. The, the tactics, the plan, the procedures mm. is slow. See, and the problem is they're soft too. See, I actually look at it. If you look at the players individually, I think that on, on paper, and I know we all know rugby's not played on paper, I get that, but if you look at it, Powell, Leofana, Kurandrani, Spate, Chance Penny, Banks, Nasserani, they've got some players that should be scoring more than 10 points, no disrespect to, get to the Brumbies. They should be getting much more go, go forward. They should be playing a lot. They shouldn't be making as many errors as what they're doing at the moment. Kurandrani's yeah, another one who struggles soft. to get up for the yellow, blue and white. Struggles to get up. He only likes the gold. Only, he's only in it for the gold, mate. Yeah, they're just playing. Pirate. They're playing in a time machine, and if you were versing them, you'd know exactly what you're going to get. Mm. And their line speed's slow, and yeah. their defense is soft, yeah. um, and it all stems from there. The rebels play with a fucking test match style intensity. So I'm on the bandwagon. The problem for the rebels is that they're yet to be tested, yeah. um, and they struggle at set piece. Yeah. Line out didn't fire. Scrum didn't fire. The more looked a bit sloppy. So and, and if that's the case, then they're, they're not going to be too much of a hurdle for a give well it time, together team. Give it time. I think it's not helped. Set piece is helped by the fact that when you play together for a long period of time, I think every week there's been a, there's been a change. So with a bit more consistency with selection, I know that's been down to injury, for example, this week, but that, that will come. But talking about the forwards, because we always talk about the backs, what do you think of Murphy again playing at eight? Tamani. It's best on park, mate. Murphy's a fucking fruit. Yeah. Tamani, look, he's a bit of a teddy bear. Yeah. I actually saw him make a decent hit, yeah. but what a great player to have in his squad. I don't know if he keeps his jersey. Yeah, the Like I, I wouldn't mind if I was Hardwick. To, yeah, Hardwick, Fanger. Who'd you play at the other Hardwick. side? If you play hard, played Hardwick as a seven, you get rid of Cottrell that's played, that played there the other day. Yeah, he's probably better than Cottrell. What what a choice to have. Oh, absolutely. And what talking of things that are pleasing was Deborah. What do you think of Deborah Debrasini's performance at ten? Is he developing to a pleasing performance, or is it still area? For he looks like a man under a lot of pressure to me. No, I reckon he played well. A lot of pressure. I reckon he played well, Debrasini. I reckon. Look, they were star-studded, mate. They were so clinical in that last half an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just whether they can match it up front. One thing's fucking clear as day. 
Corabetti needs to be on the field. Yeah. He's a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. They took Nayavalo off for him. No, it was almost know. like for like, yeah. um, which I understood to keep the structures in place. Maddox is your extra ball carrier. I reckon you could have them both on the field. Oh, yeah, I agree. Nivalo and Corabetti. Yeah. This well, is then, brutal. fuck, is that going to stunt his, uh, his growth? This oh, is Mad brutal. Dog? Mad Dog Maddox, are you going to stunt his growth? This is brutal, but I know he was captain, but say you, Tom English. I'll push Nivalo into 13, keep Corabetti, keep Maddox where he is. He's offering so much on that wing, mm. and he's Bowden Barrett quick, Maddox. Like, he's just so quick. Mm. Uh, that's what I do. Has Nivalo ever played 13? Yeah, for the Wallabies. Really? Yeah, when Kurajani was out. Um, so he's got it I mean he certainly doesn't have the passing game I've never seen it (laughs) but fuck to be fair is Corinne Corinne Jari or Karevi got a passing game yeah just run mate that's your job Mm. Um, so look really really pleasing signs for the Rebels Um, I'm on the bandwagon they're exciting to watch they're playing good footy and you're right they could be 5-0 how can they afford all these cats man fuck who cares they've got them it's how good Mm. yeah um, I also, just last thing about the Rebels moving forward is, because uh, looking towards the Wallabies, last year we mentioned Hodge played on the wing, but how is he progressing as an inside centre at the moment? It hasn't been tested yet, I, I grant. grant well, he scored a double. But that's not, yes, he did, but that's not what a... Yeah, I look, I think he's playing well. I don't think you can fault him too much. Three games, three bonus points. The only thing that shits me about Hodge is I just reckon he misses too many of those long kicks. Yep. to be some sort of long kick specialist. Mm-hmm. Gets one in 15. I know they're tough, but fucking kick one. I'm over it. Surely the, uh, the, the, game, uh, the game of the round was shorter the next one, the Canes versus the Crusaders, surely. Um, what a game that was after the first 25 minutes. Obviously the Canes were over. well up at that point. What a blitz of a start that was. Yeah, I, I, it's huge. It was, the game was over. They just started and destroyed them. Um, I think what makes it a little hard to comment is Crotty coming off. Mm-hmm. And this is ridiculous. If you listen to this podcast two years ago, I was saying he's overrated. I actually think the entire Crusaders' back line is based off him, mm-hmm. their defensive structures and their offense. Um, so when Crotty came off, I think it impacted him a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Well, it just, it's, everything changes, doesn't it? Just systems and everything. Um, but what, what do you think moving forward? Is this, uh, even with Crotty in there, do you, what did you think would happen? You know, obviously it's all some. Uh, well, we, we all tipped the Crusaders. Mm. But um, looking I was at how good surprised they're... on the odds, Canes were heavy favourites. Mm. And they've won six in a row against the Crusaders in Wellington. So, right. Well, I guess it was always a matter of time until the Canes fired. Mm. Cylinders are there. Cylinders. They're well lubed. They fucked up a good team. Yeah. Great team. It was just a matter of time. Maybe they just needed to come home and have a fucking steak and then they'll get into it. Yeah. That's the Canes, though, isn't it? If it's their day, you're not touching them. Everything, they, everything Barrett does turns to gold. There's mm. so much pace. There's so much firepower. And they're so well. They're so good at playing a season. You know, other teams, they lose a lot of heat late on. But the Canes always play a good season. They realise it's not just one game. It's a whole fucking hog. Yeah. And I reckon that's what they're good at. And the Crusaders, too, they're, they're very good at that, too. But it's hard to bounce back against a good team with such a strong start, which is the opposite to what the Crusaders have done the last two weeks. So maybe they fucking didn't have that in them at this stage. Came out sleeping. Came out sleeping and then realised, fuck, we've got to bounce back here. What does that feel like in 2018? Canes are my, um, they're my power ranking number one now. Clear okay. as day. They've done their trips. Yeah. Good luck beating them. How do you, um, how do you feel like as a... 
we've looked at this, looked at the Waratahs over the last few years, and you see Sam Lousy trotting out and, and playing for the Hurricanes and, and doing decent playing. It just wouldn't have well. played that well under the systems that we have. It just Fuck the have. Tars could do with a hard man right now. That's like one, they had him, man. That's what I'm saying. They had him, and then they let him go. And he's, look at half the rebels, the Force, the Brummies. The, all these people came from New South Wales. They have the worst recruitment in the world. Like it's just, it's mind blowing the people that they let go. Do you reckon it's too insular? It's too he played here they with this person. Yeah, his dad owns that restaurant. Good restaurant. Got the good tiramisu, that stuff. You'd think it's above that in the professional age, but fuck, it wouldn't surprise you. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Like there's just a bottle of wine sitting on tables, but they're not on the receipt. The Grange, you know that's what I mean? Style. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm on about. Yeah, he yeah. knows. I don't know what you mean. You got it. You I've got, got you, Dub. Look, Crusaders Canes, cracking game. Mm. The Canes back on fired, fired early. But you know, you're absolutely right. But I think if you look at, we always talk about the backs because the backs are amazing. But if you look at that set of forwards, is Shields one of the more underrated players probably that you think? Forwards, but. Ooh. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> but the backs can only go. It's, it's rugby 101. Backs are only Absolutely. as good as their forwards. Completely. Absolutely. Of Just Dan Colesman, he's been injured for three years and they're still ripping it too. They're just, they've just got depth everywhere. Oh, absolutely. Cody Taylor, I know we're talking about the Canes, but the Cody Taylor... And we banged on about it last year. They just pitch from the mountains. They just head up there. Just hook them and just carry them down. Yeah, yeah. just find one who's building something and go, you'll do it. Mm. Talk about building. Are, we, are the Reds building for the future now? I don't know. It was an ugly win. It was an ugly win. You know what it was, Jim? Heart. They showed plenty of heart. Mate? I, I, they've just got a backbone. And that's he's hired these mercenaries, the middle-aged mercenaries. That's what I call them, the Reds. He's recruited all these guys a bit later in their career that were never wallabies or top level. And they just fucking play like they really care. Mm. They did have to hold a lead for 30 minutes and... It's tough, man. But as we always say, travelling teams, how long can they play for? Because it's not 80. And they're just so un-Australian in terms of their best asset. They're heaps Australian, No, but their best asset is the scrum. They've got a scrum and heart. That's not two things you could say about an Aussie team for a long time. Oh, I reckon a Queenslander might have something to say about that. No, these are (laughs) Queenslanders. (laughs) That's why I'm saying it. They're just playing So you're saying all, all Aussies have no heart. I'm saying that's something we've definitely lacked in. Winning the close right. ones. Uh, winning the close ones and scrummaging. Yeah, but it's the Bulls, man. The Bulls are in their building phase too. They're going huge changes. The Brazilian Bulls. The Brazilian Bulls, yeah, that's right. Fuck, what was that line about? Proper soccer jerseys, man. Yeah. Mm. Proper soccer jerseys. I just can't get over how good Slipper and the Tongue and Thor are scrummaging. It's incredible, eh? And the Brumbies are fucking scrummaging well. Can we just say a Slipper seems to have moved away from his new town? He's put on a bit of... Yeah, and man. he can it's scrummage, man. Yeah. It's because fucked off. He's not yeah. trying to fit in with that image. Higginbotham suspended. There's no pressure. No one's following Jim. Well, I get you trying to <laughs> He's naming hipsters. Was at the Rebels, He's naming it? hipsters. Oh, okay. Yeah, you cast your mind back. I don't forget. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just really excited how well their scrum's operating and how much heart they have. They're a hard team to get behind because you look on paper and there's, you're like, huh? Even someone like Aiden Toa, I haven't seen him play a good game of football ever. Ages, man. How good was he? He was all right. He's he quick. I forgot from. how quick he he's was. He's always never, been quick. Yeah, but he's never played that well for the Brumbies. Like, like that he, fucking he, try he scored. Oh, that's outstanding. Outstanding. Necessary, too. They needed that at that point. What did you, um, moving forward for the Wallabies as well, what do you think of Karevi at 12? 
There's definitely a push to get in there mm. um, long term. I'm still a firm believer of I like two playmakers. Mm. Um, but Karevi could be that guy. He's got the skills to do it. Um, and he's a bit lost at 13 defending, but I don't think he did anything incredible in this one. Yeah. Long term. You, again, he's just a tackle you? buster, Karevi. Yeah. What, he's a bit quick, but he's a tackle buster. Mm. Oh, he's what, got everything. He, he just can't tackle. Like, he can't defend. I, I like moving back to the... Uh, Paella, Paella. Yeah, yeah. Him at twelve. I like him and Karevi. There's the midfield partnership, mm-hmm. but just I understand why the Reds want to put him at twelve. Yeah. I, I get that. Um, John O'Lance had a cracker. Mm. I know you doubted him for quite a while, Jim. He's a very good player. Mm. He's another guy going overseas again at the end of the year. He's just the merc- middle-aged mercenary doing his bit. Mm-hmm. Um, had a really good game. He's a really consistent ten. And I actually think we'll get to the Tars, but. God, we need some pressure on Foley because I don't think I, I don't think Foley's shown up this season. I think he's he's still on holiday. Yeah, I think if you if you're picking on form and form alone, Foley doesn't make the ten. Surely, isn't the first choice Wallaby ten right now? Well, neither is Leofano, neither is Debrusini, neither is John Lance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Picking on purely form. Yeah, fuck, that's sad. Yeah, but this time, this time, it's a long season. It's three long weeks season. in. Have to make Settle. that decision. If Foley, Settle. Foley will hold it down. Settle. Surely you think that. But I want some pressure on him. That's what I want to see. I want to see some pressure. Make on him put him. value on it. That style. Mm. I didn't think the Bulls were so bad myself. I like their style of play. I like what they're creating. And I think in, if John Mitchell sticks around and a few players put their backs up, a couple of years' time, we could be talking about them in a more positive light. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad the Reds got this done, though. I, do you know what? I'm super glad the Reds got it done. But going back to the Bulls for a second. Is um, Yanchis is the holder of the 10 jersey right now, and there's been a lot of talk about over the last couple of years about Pollard, and then he was injured and he's come back in again. Pollard was shit. That's, so that was my question. I, I don't really see it right now, but that's maybe I've just not watched enough rugby. But do you get it? Is him being the future? He's been of, injured. I, I just feel. No, I know he has, so maybe he's just rusty. I don't know. but It's got to be. Like, it's not easy. He's one of those blokes that has the complete package, mm. so you're kind of waiting for them to be really, really good. Mm. I haven't seen him play too many games where he's dominated no, he's, no a I front, he's a front foot 10 your team's behind he struggles oh there's a lot of 10s that are like that surely that's my whole career off that <laughs> <laughs> oh, should we move on to I the don't next think one? I've ever played in a winning team man <laughs> what when Blake was in it or? <laughs> both <laughs> uh, do you want to move on to the uh, the Sharks and the Sunwolves no, because I didn't watch it. Because no. I don't bother watching the Sunwolves. And everyone who told me round one, boys, don't discredit the Sunwolves. It's only if they're them on the road, mate. Jim. It's dog. Jim. Them on the road's no Jim. good. Them anywhere's dog. They're not winning a game of rugby. They got five. They were. Th- they Jim. only scored three points in the Jim. first. They're not winning a game. On the road, rugby. man. You just gotta. You gotta. Whoever them. they're playing, bet the other team thirteen plus. Put the house on it. Put the house. Thanks on for it. the free money. Are, they beat someone. They beat an Aussie team this year at home. My money's, My money's down. My money's down. Where's yours? It's just no Where's fun. yours? Well, round eight, they're playing the Tars at <laughs> that. The PCM, Prince Chichibu Memorial Stadium. Great stadium. Crowd love it. Round, round eight, yep. Sunwolves versus Tars. There you go. Tars by a thousand. Yeah, didn't watch it either. Thousand. But shoe in. You think? What? It's just... Eh. Of course I didn't watch it. I'm not watching the Sunwolves play unless it's against an Aussie team because I want to see our boys score. It's just not worth it. It's a bunch of second graders and club rugby players all trying to get paid for a last year or two. Mm, mm. It's a fucking joke. Yeah. I'm it's over it pretending it's not. One more year. Hold on. Yeah. Got to get a jersey before then. Though. Yeah, good and mind one. 
Yeah, it was, it's really hard to find one. Though. They are, yeah. You were even in Japan and couldn't find one. I know, I actually, that is true. Uh, Lions Blues is one I did watch. Mm, what a comeback. What a comeback. This is, again, something the Blues have never shown before. What is it, that word that I'm looking for, Jim? Heart. <laughs> they showed it. They came out of nowhere. Do you know what? As it's, uh, is it an... Are we saying the Blues were amazing in their comeback or the Lions took their foot off the pedal or a bit of both? Uh, yeah, whatever. Take whatever you like. It's still a long comeback. No, do, it's a great comeback, but do you think they were able to come back because the Lions took their foot off the pedal or do you think that they were just incredible? No, I just don't think the Blues are as shit as we probably make out. Like they kept in it. They were 20 points or what was it, 28-10? Yeah. Fucking 19 on the clock. I think what it is is the Blues have individual players that are freaks. Hmm. So if a Sonny gets the line and gets the offload and it's a Rico or an Akira he hits, it's try time. They have individual superstars, so when they fire, it's very hard to stop. Hmm. And if you're a bit tired, if you're a bit lackadaisical because you feel like you're a couple tries up, those blokes will just run rings around you. So you reckon their game plan is hindered on those players stepping up? No, I don't. I just think that they don't do enough elsewhere. They look disorganised and frantic, but those brief moments when the ball's in the right place with one of those players touching it, they're very hard to stop. If you look at Rico's try right at the end, it was just some lazy defence, but Sonny Bill drew two. Pop Rico in, see you later. When he uh, first burst onto the scene, I think he did play 13 for a while. I know it was due to injuries this time, but what did you think about moving uh, Rico in a bit and having Nanai Collins and Duffy as the back three and trying to, and having Ione at 13 instead? Oh, like I, yeah, but uh, you've, they've got um, old mate, don't they? Yeah, they've got Moala. It's yeah. normally there, yeah. So, yeah, if you didn't have Moala, I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. Hmm. Um, Sonny Bill and Yuani, Jesus. Pretty, but, s- pretty good. Yeah, look, is that, the, is that the future? Are we looking at Rico at That's a 13 role? wondering. Uh, look, I still would play Moala. He's a freak. Yeah, I didn't think it was I'd as impactful as he could have been on the wing. Because yeah. okay. usually when he's got a little more space, Rico's just still got that young, fast twitch. He can do more with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas 13, maybe he was overthinking, overcomplicating, because, like Blake said, didn't do anything special for his try, just fucking old mm. mate fucked up. Mm. But, um, you know, pleasing to see. Gatland, like, I'm still, he still seems solid, but not a game changer. That first 20 minutes he played in round one, even though it was round two, was just electric. Mm. He needs to do that. Needs well, to be more of that. He's he's still the understudy, really. When uh, when Black is fit, he comes straight back in. I'm sure doesn't he? Well, not back in. He hasn't played a game for the Blues yet, but he'll become the first choice ten, surely. Right. I don't know. I think for the Blues, mm. which is an exciting prospect, really. Mm. Um, but I think he's doing well for, a, as I say, an understudy, as you might well say. It was an incredible comeback and a huge exhale for the Blues. Mm. I don't think Umunger and their fans could cop it much more. Mm-hmm. This team's sucking. Um, so it was a, it was an awesome, awesome comeback. Heart-wrenching for them. Warren Whiteley went off, so lacked a little bit of leadership there. Maybe you could argue. Quagga Smith gave a few penalties away when he came on. But um, they're a good team, man. But they just... Um, I'm talking about the Lions now. Hmm. They just seemed to... Once again, where they only think they're going to score tries is wide, off-broken play, like a quick turnover's throw. And when the Blues were sort of keeping it tight and making them defend a bit better... That's when they were like, oh, what are we doing? Mm. They looked a bit lost there. I think they're, they're and which allowed them to come back into the game. But they also had missed an uncharacteristic amount of tackles this week. 38 missed tackles this week. That's, that's it's because Akira Yuani's running at you, man. He accounted for 30 of them. Okay. He's a yeah. beast. Fucking no. can't tackle that dude. No. He's got to try every game so far. Yeah. Get I still stand by it, man. 
Kieran Reid's going to have his work cut oh, out to get that bloke. Like, still, surely Kieran Reid's going to play yes. every minute of the fucking World Cup. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. Jesus, Akira one is arriving. I just reckon six and eight, those two. It's pretty dynamic. Mm. And they can both jump. They can do what they want. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, it's a good choice to have. Van Rensburg back in for Vorstar. So does that make you He think... started last week too, I'm pretty yeah, does sure, that make you... No, I think it was still Vorstar just this week. Before. But does that make you think maybe it's just a slow pre-season? Or yeah, slow pre-season. Or something at the start? Yeah. And he's finally got back in there. It's just so big, that dude, man. I remember that try that he scored. I thought it was fucking Malcolm Marks. That's how fat he looked. <laughs> but not fat. No, yeah, just a muscle. Like, right. he must be, like, 5'10 and just thick as a brick. You ever seen those cows with that muscle disorder? No. Google it. What is it? Oh, I can't remember. It's a muscle disorder where you, like, can't have fat, so they're just muscle. Just, oh, yeah, I've seen and that And there's some cow. cows with it. That's that's Ben Rensburg. Look up that cow. Huge. Huge. I'm a bit scared to look it up. No, it's, no, it's just, a, cow. just a yoked cow. Imagine <laughs> packing down to that. Yeah, that's style. Good steak, bud. Oh, good. Yeah. Love a steak. Does that mean the steaks are a bit thicker? God, how much would that go for, eh? Yeah. A yoked cow steak. Not much, not much fat, though. No. No. Um, Hopefully not too many vegans listen to this. All right, and then the last one was the Tags Haguares. Los, um, Los Haguares. The Tags. Look, I will, I will happily tear the tiles a new one here. It, it's as, they deserve it. It's as clear as day that they have a million-dollar back line. That's very good. Curtly Bill's a freak. Um, with the worst forward pack in the competition. Yeah. It, but the problem with their forward pack, and I think what's so disappointing, is all eight individuals would probably be okay or fairly good in a team that played tight if they were the one guy allowed to play loose. But every single one of them tries to play loose. Mm. It's like a sevens team forward pack. They do none of the tough stuff. No, no malls, no rucks, they can't fucking scrummage. The line-out's horrendous. There was not one hit-up of any merit that a forward made the entire game. It is a forward pack of absolute cats. Because they're all Sydney-siders. They're all glitz and glam. They want the schlick haircut without doing the hard yards. Mate, Everyone wants to be on the back end of a sick play. They're too small. They're, they're too small. They're inept. They can't do the tough stuff. And until the Tars can go forward, till the Tars can match teams with line speed and hard running and scrummaging, it doesn't matter how good your backs are. <laughs> um, and some of the backs didn't play well. No. Um, some of them so, did. No. I thought Curly phenomenal, Falau phenomenal. Um, they played well, some of the backs. But the forwards are fucking useless, and that's where the rot starts. Is it a damning indictment of the, the, the Tars in particular right now? If you look at their, their pack, out of every other potential franchise that's out there, the Hooper would be the only one that they'd probably any other franchise would take? Yeah, I, I, you're not wrong. And this Forwards. is the prioritise we're talking about. Look, so, in terms of it starting eight, Hooper's the only bloke yeah. who makes another with, with the, the Rebels, Brumbies, Reds, etc., no one would take Robertson, Fitzpatrick, Ryan, Hannigan, God Stanforth, no. Wells, Jesus Holloway. Jesus Christ. Compare that no. to the list you Someone started the podcast with. Someone would say Hannigan, yeah. and they're, they're drunk. Yeah. Um, but the argument for Hannigan is he's a loose-ish six. So what is he in second row? Yeah. He's a winger. You could say the same for Stanforth. They're all, they were all back rowers there. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So no, but is that a... Is that a Tactic they've chosen to oh, go with. Terrible just poor tactic. fucking that's recruitment. Yeah. Shit tactic. Poor terrible. recruitment. Yeah. The forward pack weighs a combined fifty-six kilos, um, and I don't care if Latu doesn't show up again this year to training. Fucking pick him. Mm. He was a big short. Got a bit of grunt. Shorts are big. Um, <laughs> notice that. But I'll tell you what was displeasing is obviously the line defence or the line. Yeah, I'm going to run yeah. it the whole time. 
how um, the line speed of the Jags was great, but how upsetting that they did fuck all about it. They just went, oh, we'll just stick to our guns. We'll throw it as wide as we Left. can this way. Right. As wide as we can Left. that way. And, and right. you know, it's curious that you fucking thought Curly had a great game. Every time he grabbed it, mate, it was four steps laterally, and it was just telegrammed, right, this is going out. Everyone push. Just he's got that in his game. Sure. And it just is not needed. Give him a big number eight. To straighten off him, give a 13 that can crash it up or a really quick winger and some space, all of a sudden those lateral runs. But he doesn't have either of those, that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but. So you have to. to, Yeah, no, I get that. So you have to change your game. So as much as he's playing well. But there's no one to change it to. There's Mm -hmm. no one you can give the ball to in that situation. And half the problem is, is that Kirtley played first receiver. I I didn't even know Foley was on the fucking field. Mm -hmm. He must have been crook or something. So Kirtley was first receiver, Foley was having a holiday. So it was just Kirtley to the wing, Kirtley to the wing, Kirtley to the wing. The forwards trying to keep up and just getting belted when they did show up. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm happy for the Jags. They, they needed a win. They needed a win at home. They, you know, scored a bunch of tries. It was awesome. It was like they, they really, really needed it, but they weren't great either. No. It's not like all of a sudden it was touch football. There was two touch footy sides playing each other. It was exciting though. The ball was in play for a lot, and there were some really cool tries, mm. um, but not tough physical footy at all by any stretch of the imagination. Who, who stood out? Because with that, just moving away from the Tars positively on the Jags, because as you said, it's good for them. Who stood out for Sanchez you? Sanchez had a great game. Sanchez played sick. Yeah, Sanchez, Tuklet, Buffelli. Mate, you could pick throw. everyone in the Haguaris had their best game so far. It's I because they were front foot from the get-go, mm. and it, you know, it was fucking anyone can stand up in a team that score and tries quite easily. I just couldn't get over how much Buffelli looked like Dave Dennis on the weekend. Didn't notice. Mate, it was just Dave Dennis light. You know who? What the fucking replacement Blues scrum off? It was just Matt Tamua, man. Was it? Yeah, the twenty-one for the Blues is just Matt Tamua. He's come back with an alter ego, thinking, fuck, I need some success before if, I retire. If he could come back, though. Yeah. Matt, if you're listening, come back. And bring Fardy with you. The Brumbies <laughs> need both of you. Stat. Um, Tuchelet was to be, awesome. To be fair, I think the Waratahs would take Dave Dennis by now, wouldn't they? Yes, mate. Ben <laughs> Moen, all of these former useless back rowers, we want them all back. Will Skelton? I know he's not back row. Would you have him back? Yeah, big enough. Get back. Yeah. He'd be heavier than the entire pack now. Yeah, that's true. Do you reckon the def- the Tars' defensive system seems to be very based off of the ruck? All eyes in the immediate defensive system from that ruck is looking at the ruck. Do I get in? Am I right? People coming out of it are shifting across. It all just looks chaotic. And they're moving way too quickly for that shit to register. Mm. So that's why I think there were so many spaces. And the one thing I've noticed straight up was the fucking first try they scored off the kickoff. And I don't know if this is an attitude thing or it's just how they're trained. When the dude make a break, made a break with the winger outside him, it was the lock, I think it was, who made the break. And then Falau had a two-on-one situation, but he fully committed his whole body to the lock. And I feel like in that situation, you can at least push, make him make the pass and make a play for the wing. And it never entered his brain. He was like, this is my dude. If they score, they score, but I just got to get this dude. And I just disagreed with that decision he made. It's the same, but I, I reckon you, you just, it's never, it's like blaming the goalie. When it's tried, no goalie, when a right goalie man. left him. But the fullback What's, sort of... What are you talking about? Falao is two blokes to hit, he hit one. Hmm. I don't like, think it was good enough. Off the kickoff, fresh as fuck. You can't just settle for one. I don't, I don't want that. That was a bad decision. Yeah, but I blame the kickoff. I blame Newsom. I just don't. I don't oh, he was put in a. He was put in a compromising right situation. He, he made a hit. At the end of the day, that's all you can ask in that situation. I know what you're saying. I thought it too. I was like, of course, the fucking forward's going to pass it to the fast. Not to mention the cover Slide. defense that was coming. But 
I don't know. At the end of the day... Just where's their head at? Where's their head at? You're a fucking professional football player. I reckon I made the right decision in that thing. I would have done it differently. 100%, man. Look, I like this. The Celt tweeted, and I liked it, quoting uh, uh, David Vessels. He said, it's a contact sport. Do you know David Vessels' followers? That's legitimately him. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, It's a contact sport, and there are some people in this sport who are physical for show. But we've got some guys in there who genuinely love it. And the more physical it is, the more they love it. Tars a fuck next week. Mm. If there's 1% of truth to that, that forward pack's going to get destroyed. How good of a coach is he when that's the statement that comes out? He knows they're fucked. He knows they're piss weak. And that's what you run with. Yeah. That's just great, man. It's great media management. 100%. Stoke the fire. The dude's playing a different game to everyone else. He's playing like Kiwi rugby and David Gibson. They must just be doing Oztag at the Tars training. Oztag and Is David Gibson the same as Daryl Gibson? Daryl Gibson. Mm. Whatever. Yeah. Either way, shit. At what, how long does he last? What's that? How long does Gibson last? He can't make it through the season. If this, The problem is, a week ago we are on here going, Tars look alright, Tars look alright, Tars look alright. But look alright. That's but not good enough for the Warriors. I think the Tars looked alright because their star-studded backline got some shit done. They need to front up up front. I don't know how they survived the, the weeks earlier in South Well, Africa. anyone can front up week one. Even week two is not that hard. Week three, four, come to me at week 12. That's when it gets fucking tough. I was, yeah, mate, Curtly Beal goes down injured or Israel Folau goes down injured. Forget it. And I actually feel sorry for Michael Hooper because I think he's another bloke who benefits from being the loose one in the mm. pack. When he's got a pack of blokes playing loose, there's nowhere for him to go. Um, mm-hmm. You want him running the ball, not having to do the tough stuff but at the moment there's no one there to do the tough stuff yeah crazy crazy that forward pack is crazy and is there I, anyone in the depths of Aussie rugby doing the that's stuff? the problem I don't see a solution for the Tars because there, it's I don't not see like, a short term there's no one that they're missing and then even if you think shoot shield that's not started even when if Simmons return all he does is bore forward packs to death yeah Simmons doesn't fucking help that equation no. let's 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 be perfectly yeah. honest. Yeah. He's your middle-aged mercenary. Not the worst recruitment, but you need some fucking muscle there too. Oh, absolutely. Kepu is a huge... Get Latu and Kepu back in the front row, you start moving in the right direction. Well, you need two more proactive second rows too as well. Yeah. Let's be, let's get be Simmons in, move Hannigan back to six. Things start looking a little yeah. better. Um, but, but it's amazing. Even, <laughs> even Staniforth looked better last year when he was at the Brumbies than when he does this year. Again, because at the yeah. Brumbies, oh, they have a lot of older, heavier blokes, oh, and I, he could play a little bit looser. I agree, yeah. Um, at the Tars, he just looks a bit lost. Yeah. He's not. This is what I mean. They're not bad players. No, Jed no. Holloway, Ned Hannigan, Ted Flanagan, Staniforth. <laughs> not bad players, but they need other blokes to do the tough stuff, and there's mm. no one there to do it for them. Yeah, and it's going to be a problem all season. I see no short-term fix. Well, I, mean, I just reckon they play Aussie teams like the Reds and Rummies. They're, they're, they're shit in their own ways. Reds could destroy him at scrum time, though. At, at scrum time. That's be exciting for an but, Aussie fan. But the million dollar backline, man. No, no. <laughs> million dollar backline. Yeah. I reckon they got him there. Yeah. Be interesting. Tell was five foot eight, man. Can you imagine Flair running at him? He's very quick, though. He is quick. All right, shall we uh, predict next round? Yep. And then we'll chat a bit of Six Nations, because I noticed Richard's avoided that. Oh, Two in no, a row. I That's fucked. I haven't avoided that. I'm quite happy to talk about it. That's what I thought your eye was. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Peeling your skin away at the loss. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, next week's games. Friday, big one. Big, big, big schedule for Friday. No, it's not a big schedule. It's just one big. game. Yeah. It's a slim one. You've got a wedding, it doesn't matter, it doesn't bother me. It's not a great game either. Oh, yeah. Honest. 
Oh, we'll talk about it after it. Chiefs, Bulls. Poor Bulls, though. Chiefs off a bye. Bulls fucking on the second leg of the tour. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah arguably it. Chiefs are going to... No, they're just going to destroy them. Yeah, yeah. Good week. luck, Bulls. Yeah. Enjoy Brazil, Bulls. And don't wear that fucking stupid jersey. What was that? I reckon that was. They've changing. always done the Bulls. They've always worn the camo and the pin. Just cut that out. I oh, know. No wonder you shit. All right, the Battle of the South Island on Saturday at 5.30. Highlanders, Crusaders. Crusaders, no rest for them. I know the Highlanders played the Blues, but is that the only New Zealand team they've played? Yeah, this is... Mm. Frying pan into the fire for the Crusaders. Do you go with down the line that the Crusaders want to make a statement and show that last week was just a blip and they come out all firing? Does it depend on... This is too hard to predict. I honestly think it is. It depends on Crotty's fitness. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to go the fact that I don't think the Crusaders are going to lose two in a row, so I'm going to go Crusaders. I don't think they're going to start shit twice in a row, yeah. So and, and that poses a problem for the Highlanders. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Highlanders have done everything we wanted them to do now, so see, far. Everything look, we've asked of them, they've done. I'm, so you can't I'm leaning off that Highlanders, quick. but I just really watched their first 20 minutes last week, and they looked really average. And I think if they do a 20-minute display like that against the Crusaders... It, it could be all over. I just think they're they thinking the blink. same thing. If you're it thinking it, they've got to be thinking it too. And they identify that as a thing they want to fix this week, and they can. Short-term fixes like that are possible. I'm Crusaders, but barely. Yeah, I've said I'm going Crusaders. Jim? Fuck, Crusaders. Okay. Oh, how, how long's Crotty out for? Yeah, that's in, yeah Crotty's out. It's a different I'm going Island. Well, I did say if Crotty's... Yeah. Crotty's yeah. out. Yeah. Sure. Rumby's first home game, finally. The boys are back in Canberra. Round 15, they're finally at home. Round five, isn't it? Well, they've they've obviously got all the fans super excited, so I'm imagining GIA Stadium to be rocking. There'll be six or seven people there. Your folks going, Jim? Yeah. Jim's folks will be there. Are they taking a dog? No, a dog. Hmm. He just passed away, man. That's dark. Sorry, man. Died, man. Sorry, man. It's not true, people. No, it is. No, it is. Oh, dear. Moving on. <laughs> I don't even care who wins, man. <laughs> I just Storm, <laughs> Stormers Blues. Stormers Blues. <laughs> uh, Brumby Sharks. Um, fuck, Sharks coming off. Of, it's a non-event in some of so that means nothing. Well, what are we, oh, right. Yeah, fuck yeah. No, I'm um, lost. Uh, ah. I reckon Sharks are going to win this. I just reckon the Brumby... I'm so dis- displeased with them. I can't see a way unless they just bore the Sharks. They're in there till the 70th. It's a close game and the crowd brings them home. Oh, I just reckon the Brumbies. <laughs> if the coach... You're going to bring my dog in again. You're going to bring him up again. <laughs> I was going to, yeah. <laughs> if the coach is worth his salt at the Brumbies, they would have copped a fucking drilling this week because they were half asleep and soft. Um, and if the Brumbies show up, they have the individual players to win this game. They just haven't shown up yet this season. Well, I agree. I tipped them there. I thought they were going to win the conference this year, so my prediction is going really well. It's first uh, time in a long time they haven't, though. It's nice, nice to have the change. Yeah. Um, do you really believe that, though? No. No, I didn't think you did. I'm going to go to the Brumbies. I'm loyal. Love them. <sighs> it's a tough one. I just, I'm not confident enough with with South African touring team, so come on, let's yeah, stick I'm with the it. Same. Let's yeah. stick with the Brumbies. I tell you, the fucking Brumbies go shit rolling malls. And They're Kyle definitely going to do brothers that. And Kurandrani drop the ball, shit slow, straight runs. Mm. And spade erratic fucking card dealing. For some yeah. Oh, I'll lose my mind. 
next one. Talking about losing your mind. Pocock back? Was it week six? No, mate, he's back in Japan getting paid. He is, eh? Fuck. You're not quite over that, yeah, are you? No, it's, yeah. that's a real sore point. Yeah. The fact that he's not playing. Yeah. He's playing half a fucking season too. What's the point? What's the point? Unless he... Uh, anyway, push. How much of the salary caps he chewing up to? Three quarters. We've just got fucking bums coming in just off the sidewalk. Just right. putting on a... Donning a jersey. Stormers Blues. It's, ironically, it's actually the, the Blues would have done the least amount of travel this, for this one. Because the this could be an ambush for the Stormers. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to go the Blues. I, no, travel is actually in the Blues' favour. They've actually maybe got over the line, beating the Lions. So I'm going to go the Blues. I'm going with you. Yeah. I'm going to go the Stormers. The Blues aren't consistent enough to do it two weeks in a row. Do what? Win. Well, they played shit for 70, didn't they? Let's be honest. Yeah, but then they played outstanding. They've got the individual so players got... to beat the Stormers by 50. Yeah. They just yeah. won't. How do you get your view like that? Why am I doesn't want it like that? I'm sure that's fucking riveting, riveting for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Um, Lions, Sunwolves, next. Yeah, yeah, Lions, next. They're playing somewhere different, though. They're playing Sunwolves defenders. Huh? Oh, no, they're playing at the same Sunwolves place. defenders give us a reason not to say next. Dude, how many fucking home games have the Lions had? Get on the fucking road, you bludgers. <laughs> Is that their first? No, they're still at home. No, that's what I'm saying. Is that is that the? I don't. I just think they're back to back this whole oh, time. They were away way against the Bulls. Oh, up the road. Oh, poor thing. Um, yeah, every other game is a home game. Jags Reds. This is a cool one. Um, I'm actually going to go for the Jags only simply because I think travel is a huge factor, as we said a few times. The Jags coming off. See who's on that plane, mate. Higginbotham, Tui. There's one or two others. The Reds are getting some boys back. And they showed a bit of fight. Yeah, the Reds! Oh, God, I want the Reds to win. God, I want I'm to. jumping on the Reds' bandwagon too. I just think the Jags, the spirits are high, and they are the Argentinian team. Save your life, mate. They're beating a, a fucking touch football Tars 30-0 after 10 minutes, and they still lost the bonus. I just, and I reckon Wingardian Mendoza, or whatever his name, Ledesma, he's fucking, he knows the Aussie forwards. He knows what they're doing. Now, mate, that red scrum is going to destroy that. This is its first test, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Not I don't really. Think it's its first test. Yeah. It's another test in yeah. a series of tests, I'm sure. So, can I just clarify? You, you both go in the Reds, then? Yeah, I'm going the, the Reds. I'm going the Hags. Yeah. Go the Reds. You go the Jags, too. Yeah. Um, fuck how Sunday. Sunday morning, Reds, Jags. Oh, we got our first Arvo game. Sunday, Arvo, Tars, Rebels. That is epic. Epic. It's a shame the Tars were so bad this week because this was like top oh, of the conference. Yeah. Oh, Do you want to go? Nah, probably stay at home. Nah, I could go. Yeah, I could go. I've got a wedding Saturday night in and I'm staying at the joint. Yeah, right. That's where I'm at. If you so, don't want to go with us, just say you don't want to go. It's not that. My dog's funeral. <laughs> um, Barking up the wrong tree, mate. Oh, that's harsh, man. Just died, you know? Yeah, wouldn't you bark, man? That's crazy. He used to love that dream. <laughs> oh, God. Tars. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I'm picking the Tars. Now I'm on the bandwagon. Fuck yeah, the Rebels, they are fucking ready for this shit. They've been building to this. I don't think the Tars can play that poorly again. I do. I do. They can't. They yep. were real bad. They can, mate. I'm going How's the it. fucking turnover for the Rebels too, man? They played, what was it, 
Friday night. That's fucking an eight-day week. They're going to be ready. Yeah, Tars played Sunday morning in fucking South America. Mm. They were going to be ready, man. Mm. Yeah, my thing is, and I think he's a good enough coach. The Rebels need to take this up front. Pick and go, pick and go, driving more, fucking knock it on on purpose. Mm. That style. I mean, their scrum hasn't shown a lot, but they've got to destroy the Tars up front. If If they play frantic and wide how they have been... They might just play into the Tars' hands. Mm. Um, so I reckon, and I know he's, I'm sure he's doing his homework, um, but I reckon they play it tight, they win this. Yeah. Lots of Murphy crash I balls. just reckon Murphy's got a few screws loose. So if you're a Tar man, savage, man, you tar man, you get under him, you yeah. niggle him. You, you hit him in the bottom of a rusty Yeah, I'll make punch Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, Murphy's a nut. He is a fucking nut. He wasn't this much of a nut last year. Yeah, he's angry, mate. What do you reckon it is? He's he's got to go back and play for Japan. Because everyone was shit last year. It was just him. Yeah, yeah. Fucking. Fucking great. The only reason this game's going to get a crowd is because, look, let's face it, it's two Sydney teams playing each other. Yeah, isn't it? There there might be a crowd. Let's let's, let's be fair. It's the Force (laughs) VC. Oh, hello. It's the Perth side. the best side. <laughs> um, with a couple of reds splattered in there. I, I look, I'm pumped. This is a fucking great game of rugby. I'm really excited. This shit gets me excited, and this is what makes me there's some hope for the conference system. We kind of predicted that the Rebels would just become a Force Rebels team, a Rebel Force. Yeah, we did. We just thought their home ground would be Adelaide. That's the only difference. Mm. But I'm going Rebels. I'm going Rebels hard too. And I, you know what? I want them get them. I want them to win because I want to believe that there's an Aussie team that could win the fucking comp. Of course, no, I don't believe that. Not gonna win the yeah. cup, but, mate. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Calm down, and how you jumped on the nah, fuck it, Rebels. They're gonna win it, mate. Um, the, all right. Well, in the next three years, the Rebels win it. Richard was shitting Jim on Aussie teams. First. Richard was shitting on Aussie teams. So Six Nations. Mm. What happened, Richard? What happened, mate? Do you know what? First of all, congratulations to Ireland for winning the, the championship. And, um, it's outrageous. Yeah, it's it's fucking, that's not what we asked, yeah. man. <laughs> um, it's a big game. Obviously, a big game this weekend. St. Paddy's Day for the last game. England it's not what we asked. Yeah, again. England, will to, England will want to go out on a high. Um, the, biggest, the biggest issue is that England are um, giving away far too many penalties. They're losing the breakdown. Um, we don't, as a team, we've always done well at Jacklin and trying to compete, the turnover, uh, to, uh, compete for the turnover and keep possession. And we're not doing that at the moment. Eddie Jones, I thought on that, was pretty insightful. He said we just haven't adopted, adapted to the new rules. No. We, we, we haven't made the appropriate adjustments. Absolutely. He took the blame himself. And we're pinging a lot of the, uh, being pinged a lot of the time. One thing that he does have to look at, though, is we've, we've not scored enough points. And look, we have a specialist scrum coach, we have a specialist forwards coach, but he is, he's in charge. We don't have an attack coach. Anyone he, know what the penalty trial was for? Did you see that? Uh, <coughs> Watson got yellowed for it. Oh, yes. So he, I think he cleaned him out high shot. I think uh, it was. That's, um, well, that's not adapting to the new rules, is no. it? Um, but the, They're um, pretty firm on the high <laughs> shot. <laughs> But, he, but the thing is, as well, we, he, we don't have an attack coach. We haven't scored enough points. Like, if you actually look at this round of the Six Nations, we, I don't think we've broken 20, 20 it's points. It's been a lot, right? of, lot of kicks. Play. There's only one try you scored. Yeah, it's, it's not good enough. It's and not the thing England is, that was last year. I know. And look, if you think back to the Australian games and the other Six Nation games before, we kept hold of the ball for a long period of time, but we keep making silly errors. Like there was an article that I read that was comparing the Ireland game against uh, Ireland France game, where Ireland went forty odd phases, looked after the ball extremely well, and, and Sexton kicked the goal in the first round of the competition to, to come away with a win in Paris. England had the ball in the same in a 
in a better position than Ireland and they w could have gone through the phases and scored a try to, to win at least take the championship to the last game and we just made error after, we just made a stupid error and it just shows that, that we just don't have the continuity or the accuracy at the moment yeah. which is which is which is a real real worry and you know what England took about took about two games being a you know, always two games away from a crisis it's not a crisis because we were two two games ago we were looking to win a grand slam so but, but are, you're facing Ireland this week and you could be three games I know we haven't lost three games in a championship for a very long time so look there's lots of areas for improvement and there was question marks over as Eddie Jones he, he comes in with that high intensity approach gets quick results and then it, then suddenly there's the slow bleed after that so let's hope it's not well that, that's but. the that's what I want to talk about because I think he clearly is a man manager uh, he's a player's guy mm -hmm. But he doesn't. He's never been a tactician. No. So he's always been one to motivate. Um, which, which you look at the Ricky Stewarts, look at the Checkers, look at people that do that. It seems to work short term. But those that have long term success at clubs and teams are those. Look at Graham Henry. He doesn't look like he's going to motivate you and give you an inspiring speech. But his fucking tactics every game are on point. Oh. So okay. how much? Have we? Do we need to turn on Eddie and say, look, he got in there and inspired, he motivated, he reinvigorated the fitness and the passion and the aggression, but he hasn't actually offered us anything in terms of tactics. Look, and you may, you may be absolutely right. And that's what I said. Well, that shit's behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah, and there is an issue, as I still say, with his coaching, particularly at the backs, and I'm stunned by that. But it is two games. I'm well, not... I get the impression that he, he sort of thought, I'll pick a 10, and I'll pick a 10 at 12, and then oh, we'll be creative. Mm, it kind of looks after itself, it doesn't. it doesn't really. That's what I'm saying. And, and That's why we arguably both coach. of those blokes are sort of kicking 10s anyway. And then he doesn't like to kick the ball much, Eddie. Yeah, and if you actually look at our back three, I actually believe they're, they're quick, they're dynamic, um, and there's a lot of potential there, but we just don't utilise them enough. And part of that comes back from the forwards not setting a good enough. A platform because they don't they're not um, being street smart enough at breakdown time at the moment so there's a few issues but you know what we if we beat Ireland and that's a long shot on Paddy's day on Saturday and then you suddenly fuck that's cool eh? yeah and then you um, then you go away and you win in South Africa suddenly you forget about the two games but mm. if, if this continues obviously that, that starts to be concerned it's almost a board. shame that we never got the England New Zealand game we wanted and now it appears, and it's probably too premature to say, like you're saying, but it appears England are slightly on the decline and will never get that Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere meeting of giants like England were being billed as mm. six months ago. Well, I was going to make the other point that if this whole thing is a surge towards the World Cup, which it is, mm. you kind of want to come up against your, your first hurdle here, this mm. far out. Yep. And when you're such a successful team and you've won so much in a series of games... you. You know, it's not surprising you lose two in a row. But I was having a chat with a mate, and he said, mate, watch the wheels come off. Eddie Jones is your prime candidate to do a good job between World Cups and fire them up and bring the intensity. But every other team's building cleverly for that World Cup and building tactics and building depth, the things that he's not doing, and watch the wheels fall off. I reckon players, you're underestimating him. The players turn on him because he's a bit of a dick. 
Um, and watch it all fall apart. But who knows, mate? This is all this pure is speculation. absolutely conjecture, yeah. you, completely. Uh, it's like, pretty accurate. But I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> and I'm, I don't believe any of that. I'm just these yeah. are things being and said. If, look, it will be interesting if we lose to Ireland on Saturday, which there's a there's a very high chance that we do. How pessimistic of palms. Uh, but the thing is, it could be a blessing in disguise because it could get back. It could mean that there's a few changes. He's, he picks a, a young seven. He, stu- he he gets rid of Ford and moves Farrell across and moves more of a creative twelve. Like. You know, we don't know what would happen. And look, he's not going to stop it completely, but I think those key positions of 7 and 12 and 7, 10, 12 are big issues at the moment. And look, we've and, always and said they're the positions that control and, the game. And understanding the rules of the breakdown. More importantly, seven. Ireland's form coming down fucking here. Are we going to have... Another 3 now? kicked, yeah. Potentially, yeah. This, oh, nah. There he goes. Here comes the optimism. Just loyal, boys. Here comes the art. Optimistic. And loyal. The thing is with them, they're building because, as I said at the beginning of the tournament, the end of the France game, they, they weren't great because they are building as the as as the um, as the the, comp- the competition grows. It just depends on the transition between now and the June series of yeah. of, of how they progress. Of everything, yeah. yeah. There's so in, many and, and, and what they want to do with it too. Yeah. Like, what do they want to do? They want to bring their best team and create some fear. Well, I think the days of bringing a shit squad are dead. I do that too. That hasn't happened. But I'm not necessarily a shit squad. But you trial a few positions. It do, it just doesn't happen. I don't anymore. think it. No, it's no, always no. it's it. That's what used to happen in that series. Yeah. But that hasn't been the way for five six years now. Yeah. I I would I actually mean it in terms of of a form and also injury if you if Ireland come down with key combinations of Stander uh, Omani Murray Sexton Ringrose all those players firing then it's going to be a really hard game but if you miss a couple of those players then you might then they might struggle a little bit mm. but there's the, a lot June, the, the whole concept of the June series is on the way out isn't it on the way out Trying to get a more global season, isn't it? They're trying to, you know, not interrupt the Super Rugby because you know they come back and everyone goes, "What the fuck is this sport?" Say so what you like, that's the only way to go. Oh, it's so that. strange interrupting. Well, the glo- Super yeah, rugby. the global season yeah. works. Yeah, yeah. completely. I Great. understand that. Fuck off. What's that? Um, all right. Any other things to chat, boys? Look, the yeah. Super Rugby girls. It's a bit of a thing. It's yeah, the, the, the Tars girls got up, didn't they? Playing against Queensland. Sort of cracking try by the 10 there for the Tars. This might not come off great. Oh, I wouldn't say but, that. But, no, nah, I oh, think it's positive. No, nah, it's positive. But, you know, when they implemented this, like, two years ago, I'd be like, oh, it's cool, it's on, but I'd never watch it. But now I'm... Pu- I watched a female ODI when I came home from work today. I'm just enjoying it. you're coaching the female rugby sevens team, are not coaching, just sort of managing the team. Yeah, just managing the team, just the brains. Yeah, I manage the media and shit. No. But the point is, is now I'm so used to it being an option, and I'm clicking on it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Where first I was like, oh, cool, that's a nice novelty. But now I'm like, oh, what's this all about? It's the, it's the only way it can go. It's the only way it should go. Um, so the whole, like, format of it is a long-term, uh, that style. Yeah, let's hope the markets move with it. And all it takes is a little bit of success. Mm. Look at the Aussie Sevens girls. I'd prefer to watch them than the men's. Exactly. Yeah. That's successful. Yeah. yeah, phenomenal, mate. How good, like, they're just such a good side. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, any other news? Mm, nothing going on. Nothing grabbing you, boys? Nothing no, I don't think so. Nothing to yeah. yarn about? No. Yeah. Tell you what I'd like. Yeah. This is go. out there. Oh, no. A good rugby game to come out. What was the last good ru- rugby 08? I mean, I don't have much time. I, I enjoyed rugby 08. But fuck Did I, I would, make time? Yeah, I would love to post up and play an old rugby game. They just suck. 
Would you like the online platforms that you can play along with your fellow? Yeah, mate, you should see the shit they released last year. It's atrocious. Oh, I want a good rugby game. It's because okay. they just fucking rinse and repeat. They spit out shit. Yeah. Look, that's that's out there. That's not just a throwback. Banter, just a throwback, but um, fucking... They were, out with, they were without Mawanga too, the Crusaders. Um, that's big. Yeah, that's big. No Crotty, no Mawanga. It's a different game. Different game. Why didn't you bring it up earlier? Yeah, you missed that, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well... Uh, my dog, man. We're going to go mourn Jim's dog. So we're off. Um, thanks for listening. Keep writing to us on Twitter and online. We read everything. We love it. That's why we keep doing it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Hooray. Right. Right.